Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Renee Stubbs Tennis Podcast. Um, it has been an unbelievable few days of tennis, as we talked about the um, day before yesterday. It was probably one of the greatest days of Grand Slam tennis play that I've ever been involved with. I mean, as a player, as a commentator, it was just incredible. Um, but yesterday was a bit of a, a pooper scooper. Let's put it that way. It was not a great day of tennis. So if you had tickets yesterday, you got an average day of tennis. The day before, you got one of the greatest. So that's just the luck of the draw. But having said that, we still had a couple of pretty good matches. Um, it was probably finished off with the best match of uh, the day as far as just being competitive. And yes, you probably don't hear Petco's voice today because she went to the post office to pick up some clothes that she bought online. And then they got delivered here, but she wasn't here because she's at the tennis all day, just like I am. And then they delivered it to the post office. And then she had to go to the post office. But my little German, she's probably gotten lost. She was supposed to be back here for her car at 10.45, which is in 14 minutes. And she has, um, I might have to send out a tracking dog to go find her. But in the meantime, you've got me, which is fine, I suspect. But she's much funnier than me. So uh, hopefully she gets back in time uh, before her car. But I'm going to go through a couple of things while she's not here. And she'll come bursting through the door any second now and be like, oh, broody, broody, I'm so sorry. I got lost. I went the wrong way. I went to the city. Anyway. Um, but in the meantime, Storm Hunter uh, played against Barbara Kurjikova last night. They played after midnight once again. Oh, and she's coming through the door. Here she is. Here she is. Just in time. I told everybody that you were lost in Melbourne and you didn't know where you were going. The line was through the fucking 500 people waiting to pick up. And you thought Classes. you were going there at 10 o'clock when it opens and you were going to be the first in line. I was the first in line, but after 700 people, I was the first in line. Guess what? Everybody else had the same idea. Oh, my God. I'm She's sweating. actually sweating. Is it hot outside? Uh, it's like humid. It's much warmer than it used to be. All right, good. Well, listen, I was just starting the pod. Yes. As thinking that you were going to come bursting through the, the door. As I did. As you did. <laughs> um, but anyway, I was just saying that the match of the day, probably yesterday, as far as the matches were concerned, were probably the last match of the day. 
in Krajikova and Storm Hunter, just as far as drama is concerned. Yeah. Um, on the women's side, anyway, as I'm sitting here fanning you, Brady. <laughs> um, but that was probably the best women's match yesterday. Yeah. Although it just comes to show you that life always finds a way to balance itself out. Well, yeah, because I said that yet two days ago was one of the greatest days yes. in tennis history, and yesterday was a bit of a pooper scooper. Exactly. <laughs> that was my terminology. Pooper scooper is nice. Yeah, you're, you're right. There was a. Coco Goff, easy. Sabalenka, easy. Who else, easy? I mean, Almost everyone, Sabalenka easy. wasn't Yannick easy. Sinner. It was a smacking. She didn't lose a game in the third round of the Australian Open. It gets a pretty good player in Sorenko, but yeah. Sorenko's a little weird sometimes. But that's a joke. O and O? Yeah. Come on, you've got to win a game, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I mean, it was a very good performance. The problem with Sorenko is she just didn't have any weapons to take time away from Arena. So she was, you can see that she's feeling good about herself. And the only time, only either, and Sorenko, that was the problem. She doesn't have the slicing and dicing yeah. that can the get jump. her off. She plays really nice. She plays a nice tempo. She plays nice ground strokes. She plays perfect. perfect. Yeah. She plays exactly. So she was exactly playing in. Doesn't have a great serve. So Arena broke on every opportunity. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally, yeah. So, so yeah. Anyway, tough. so uh, so Serenko, no match for Sabalenka. Oh, and oh. Uh, Steph Sitsipas looked really good against Van Asha. I mean, Van Asha's a good young player, but yeah. uh, he just got outmatched. So it was good signs for Sitsipas because he's been struggling through the tournament. Especially after Kyrgios named him the tournament favorite. I think he was joking i think he was kind of saying that in jest but i anyway. feel like he was so up novak's ass for the past two weeks that he's gotten shit about it and he's like okay i have to pick somebody else just so people think that i'm not you know that i'm not a novak fanboy or, only. or I, i've to become novak's manager but uh yeah, yeah. anyway but uh, speaking of novak holy shit he came out yesterday thankfully for me because i was second night match yeah. covering and commentating and you were waiting here at home to let me into the apartment. Mm. So we didn't want another super late night. No. But he was on fire yesterday. Uh, just super, super comfortable. He looked a little bit better. Although I still don't know if he's 100%. But he looked yeah. really good last night. Well, with Novak, I sometimes wonder whether he... Because he's so confident in his abilities, as he should. Sometimes I wonder whether he honestly turn, times his preparation to peak... In yes. the second week of Grand Slams, you yeah. know, like everyone else normally times their peak performance for slams in general. And with him, it sometimes feels like, especially at the Australian Open, because he's the best player in the world. He always plays very far. He played Davis Cup, so he probably needed some rest. He started training later, so maybe he just, you know, started tennis a little bit later and just when it matters, he will start to peak. And it's so much better that it doesn't even matter that he's not at 100% in the first week. Yeah, and, and yeah, so we'll see. Anyway, he looked unbelievable yesterday. So remember when I said, oh, I think Sinner can win. Oh, I think Novak's still the favorite. <laughs> so I'm oscillating back and forth. But um, but yeah, Krajikova got through in that really tough match. She was about an inch away from Storm Hunter serving for the second set. She mm -hmm. hit, Krajikova hit at 15.40 down... Uh, at four all or five all in the second set, an unbelievable like half hop backhand. Like we always talk about yeah. how she has to time it. Yeah, and when yeah, she's yeah. timing in the ball, she's like so good. Yeah. And when she started to walk up to this like floaty ball on the mm. backhand, me courtside, I was like, oh my God, what is she doing? Like, first of all, either take it in the air yeah. or let it come down to a natural position yeah. around hip level. She decided to like take that half like off. Half volley, yeah. I was like, you literally made that the most difficult shot she could possibly mm -hmm. hit. And I know she's great at that, mm. but boy, did she take a risk there. And, yeah. and she hit it 
on the sideline mm. enough to the point that Storm was running for it and stopped running for it because mm. she thought it was going out. out yeah. And could she have gotten there and done something to it? I don't know, but she certainly would have made it back. Yeah, yeah. And she didn't. And then it was 30-40 and then Storm hit... Still missed a return on the forehand. Off a good serve, but still, mm. that's where she got tight. Mm -hmm. And then everything turned around after that. And she played much better. Although it got a bit shaky in the third as yeah. well. The crowd, God love them, that stayed there yeah. till like 12, 30, 1 yeah. o'clock in the morning. Um, really tried to get behind her. But it was a great match. Krijikova, we're not talking about her at all. She's a former slam champion mm. or a slam champion. Um, and so... You know, she goes up against Mira Andreeva. Yeah. Can we talk about that fucking comeback? Oh, that God. was probably the match of the day, for sure. Diane Paris, oh, she beautiful. plays so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, she's like a, a, a newer version, uh, well, not a newer version, but a version of uh, um, Suarez Navarro. Yes. Uh, no, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Suarez Navarro. Yeah. With the one handed backhand. Yeah, one handed backhand. Nice beautiful. slice. Not tall. Heavy spin, not tall. Great kick. I mean, really, she plays beautiful. But also, Andreeva, what a fighter. What I mean, a come fighter. On. <laughs> oh, my God. I love, if you haven't seen the tweet from Andy Murray, where he literally throws the commentator under the bus, whoever was doing the match, basically, she needs to improve her attitude, you know, blah, blah, blah. This was at 5-1. And then uh, Andy basically says, well, I guess that attitude is also something of, of a perfectionist who actually refuses to lose. Mm. Um, and so uh, what a 16 years of age now plays against Krajikova. That is going to be a fun match. Yeah. Because, boy, can she move around the court as well. And I'm just thinking to myself, 16, she's already gotten stronger in a year. Physically, she's going to get so much stronger in the next mm. two or three years. Look at Coco. Mm. Coco, to me, is so much stronger in her upper body than she yeah. was just at the US Open. Yes. So her off-season training, she I mean, I hugged her the first time I saw yeah. her, and I was like, oh my, I said to her, oh, my God, you are, what have you been doing in the off-season? She's Ripped. so strong yeah. in the upper body. Um, and so much like Sabalenka, who looks yeah. like, oh, my God, like she is so strong. Anyway. Well, and Mira I, Andreeva, just on Mira awesome. Andreeva, one thing I have to say, she fought amazing. She, what a like really mental fortitude, but she did play again half against. the pace than she played against Anjabur, and I expect her to pick it up again because I was calling a parallel yeah, yeah. match, and uh, I guess because you know she knew against Ons she has to do something special, and then she played somebody that is not as highly ranked, that is not as well known around the tour yet, and she went back to the old putting the ball in and hoping the other one misses. And then when she was down, she picked it up again. And yeah. that's why she did turn it around because she's so, so good that she's just better. She doesn't lose a game then when she hits a bit harder. But she had a little face in that first set and the third set where she was pushing the ball Became again. a junior again. It, just a junior, Just, exactly. oh, I'm not going to miss and they're going to miss it. Yeah. Um, she played it, was playing against a very good player. But having said that, it was also very... Um, it was quite windy. It was windy. It was yeah, and this easy. court, court three yeah. is always difficult to play. I mean, honestly, it was so fun. I was calling 1573, which is on the other side of the... And you could hear... Here. I know. The audience going, whoa, all the time. And Kia. it was so fun. French uh, fans were amazing. So it was on both sides. Obviously, the Aussie crowd was rooting for the underdog a bit more, for the 16-year-old. But then I think that's what you want to lead to now, the French fans. I was about to say, well, <laughs> speaking of French, who didn't joke, Manorino. Oh, yes. my God. What an effort from him to take out Ben Shelton. I'm kind of bummed. I want to see Ben play against Novak. We, we know the history of those two the phone, hang up the phone kind of thing. And it, they've been kind of chippy chippy mm. at each other over the last couple of months. But I mean, are you kidding me? Manorino, what is he, 36 years of age, the first time he's in the top 30 in the world. He's won three five-setters, I believe, in a row. 
I mean, how's the guy fucking walking? Mm. It's unbelievable. And he looked fresh as a daisy out there. Well, maybe not. But there was one shot that he hit yesterday where he hit the backspin backhand volley that went over the net. And before it bounced, he started turning around and to his people and just being like, you guys, did you see that? Do you see how good I am? I was unbelievable. It was such a great, fun exciting yes. match the crowd was so for ben and then there was this pocket of french yes. fans that have either transported them down here transported themselves down here from france or are working down here so there's mm. a lot of people a lot of us you know foreigners that come to melbourne yeah. and to australia during winter or just for a year or something that that work here and i would suspect they probably live here um they got him through that match it, yeah, was, it, it was, was so, so much fun. fun he goes up against djokovic now and i think that is going to be a fun match but he's got no chance of beating Novak. Well, and it's so fun <clears> to see them both coming to the net. There were yeah. passing shots. Oh, there were great. slices, drop shots, dices. It was just such a fun match. It too. was an anti-Andrea Pekovic type of match. Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Who never sliced or diced in her hey, life. Hey, I sliced. Oh, I yeah. sliced. I definitely didn't dice. No, definitely not dicing. I did a lot of dicing. I was very dicey on the court. Um, so, yeah, so that was really, really good tennis from those guys. So there were some fun matches yesterday. It wasn't such a pooper scooper day. Yannick um, really Yannick Sinner. Oh, my God, he looks so good. I mean, yeah. Baez, is, I know, is more of a clay quarter. Yeah. But holy shit, he, make him, he made him look like a junior yesterday. Mm. He's playing so freaking well. It's Jeez. a joke. You know what? I think with Yannick, he's gotten stronger too. Talking yeah. about stronger because he was always like hitting the ball and timing the ball incredibly well. But um, he just seems to be a bit like a little more muscle mass. He's still super lean and, and skinny. He's so good. But now he gets to more balls and now that precise timing, he gets up to the ball quicker and he gets to the ball. And so he doesn't miss anymore from when you get him on a stretch. It's crazy. I don't know how to. I know he's skinny, but he's a great skier. And I'm telling you, yeah. growing up skiing, uh, I ski and your, his legs are strong from that. And yeah. that helps him get down and get a low. Timo Favor beat Hadaj Meyer. Yeah. She now goes up against Marta Kostyuk. Marta Kostyuk was out there crying and 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 all over the shop in her match. She got through that, plays against Tim Fever, who's a qualifier. God almighty, are you what kidding a section, me? Yeah. What an amazing and Amanda Anisimova again mm. beats Paul. I know Paula Badosa hasn't been playing, but still, Anisa Mova looks great. Now she goes up against Sabalenka. She has a four and one record yeah. against Sabalenka. So Sabalenka goes into the match with so much pressure on her shoulders against a player that knows how to beat her. And I tell you, when Anissa Mova's hitting the ball well, look the fuck yeah. out. Well, and talking Is there about a better, pure, more pure hitter of the ball? On the backhand, definitely not. Forehand, sometimes. But still, it's can, still pure. It's still very pure. But the thing is, this is sometimes a bit challenging because Sabalenka has been so much better in the first three rounds. She's really cruel. She had a bit of challenge in the first set That's against Rubiatova. And now she's going to meet somebody that can really take time away from her. And beat her. And that is going to be very interesting. And now I really have to go. My dear has to go. I will finish this up. Rublev, and as Petko runs to the bathroom to brush her teeth, hopefully. Um, not saying that she had bad breath, but uh, listen, Amanda Inisimova looked awesome. Taylor Fritz also looked great yesterday. I know he lost her first set, but he looked really, really good. Uh, the only problem he had yesterday was the fact that he was running out of shoes. I mean, the dude just obliterates his shoes on the court from sliding, etc. But uh, he looked really, really good. He goes up against Sitsipas now, so that'll be an interesting uh, fourth-round matchup with those guys. Um, as I said, Rublev looked great against Korda. Korda had a chance to win that second set. Oh, my God. He had a lob that went over his head that I'm sure he would 
he probably saw about 8,000 times in his sleep last night, but, uh, or lack of sleep. Um, but he looked, uh, Rublev looks awesome. And I'll tell you who else looks great. And I know he only played a qualifier, but Alex Dimonor, oh my God, he looks, he is looking so good. The, the, the top players that he's beaten over the last couple of months, or certainly over the last month, it is helping him so much in these moments of being clear and calm and all the things that I love about a player in these moments. And he is hitting the ball unbelievable. He's top 10 in the world now for a reason because he is literally one of the best players in the world. And I don't see, whoever beats him is gonna have to seriously play great tennis. So Alex looks awesome. Karen Hutchinov won in four sets. He's my outsider, top, the top 10 player to do the best. Um, and he has certainly helped me look decently good in my predictions because he is through. Um, as I said, Manorino, uh, Magdalena Freck won in three sets against another qualifier. There's so many little sections of the draw that are so open on the women's side, but uh, inevitably that's what happens almost every Grand Slam because women's tennis is so deep. And as I said, Marta Kostiuk beat Avanesian, who took out Sakari, and so Kostiuk um, is uh, through as well. So anyway, guys, Thanks again for joining us on day six recap. We can't wait for today. Another just amazing bunch of matches. We'll see how all those players can recover from their previous matches. Certainly one person to worry about as far as can they recover, of course, is Mr. Daniil Medvedev. Wow, what is he going to do? I mean, how's he going to... I don't even know how do you recover from that situation. I mean, he's so relaxed in general uh, in, in some ways that... He'll probably be fine, but still, it, that takes it out of you, finishing that late, you know, physically and, and emotionally and all that sort of stuff. But um, on the cards today, he plays again um, against Felix Azure Aliassim. Uh, nice to see Felix win some matches and get some confidence back, so I'm happy about that. And my outsider outside the top 10 in the women's side doing really well is Kin Wen Jing. She goes up against fellow Chinese player Wang today, um, and I just think Kin Wen is somebody to watch out for. I think she can be in the top 10 um, well, she's pretty close to it now, but I think she's going to be a perennial top 10 player because I really, really like her and how she plays. Uh, so anyway, guys, tons of matches on today. Look forward to bringing the recap to you tomorrow. Thanks to my little Andrea Pekovic, who did her little back and forth to the post office, but managed to get back here for you guys. And um, so for everybody listening, and even for the transportation people here at the Australian Open, because we know there's some of you that listen to our podcast. We appreciate you volunteering and driving our butts to and from the tennis um, to our little abode here in Melbourne. Um, so for everybody else, thanks for joining us today. And we're going to say cheers, cheers, cheers. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.